Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going tonight, Joey? Not too bad. I'm sitting out here in a lawn chair. It's 65 degrees out. The sun's out. little breeze. Out in Florida? I'm actually in Louisiana. Nice. That the grass is semi-green. That sounds just awesome. Beth and I are going to Vegas at the end of March. I'm excited. I've already said it on here, but, dude, total coincidence. I scheduled the vacation for the first, for, for the Las Vegas round of the NCTS. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to go watch. That's, it, I would do. I mean, yeah. I actually, uh, we got rained out last weekend. Okay. Um, I originally came down here for some family stuff to get, you know. Uh, right. We took care of that. Now on uh, last weekend, we were trying to go race somewhere on Saturday. Well, everywhere was closed because it was raining and it was cold and it was yeah. windy. Okay. I, fi- I figured coming down south, I'd be getting out of the cold. But no, I actually ended up in it again. Dude, it looked it was, at DNC, it looked cold. We'll talk about that in a bit. It was, uh, I landed in Alexandria, Louisiana, and it was 35 degrees. Oof. Did you do something silly like leave your coat and shit at home? Oh, yeah. The only thing I came down here with was a long sleeve shirt. Well, any, I should say anything that's warm. I came down with a long sleeve shirt, a sweatshirt, and a pair of jeans. <laughs> and right. now I'm sitting out here in shorts and a sweatshirt. Nice. All right, well, let's start out with, um... Moto Sheets will go through. Um, Dollar Hobby had their first weekend race with um, Off-Road called the Winter Classic. Um, they unfortunately had to hold it the same weekend as the carpet crashing in Omaha. And also, uh, this has nothing to do with them, but it was my anniversary, so I also wasn't able to go. But um, Yeah, I heard you saying something about that last time. Yeah. But I would have loved to go. It looked like a great time. But we'll go through the results. Um, They only had a few classes, which is nice. They had four classes. Winning stock buggy Mm -hmm. was Torot. Braden Nelson took second. And Caden Voss took third. Um, Yeah. uh, Some of the Thunder Road guys going. Um, 13-5, four-wheel drive, Matthew Bauer won, Matthew Mickelson second, and Caden Voss third. Uh, Spec Slash, John Shore wins, Steve Shore second, and Corey Eichinger third. You know, man, I'll, I'll tell you what, that track, did you see any video of it? I did not. It was very, very, very busy. That would be tough to run a slash on. And in Sportsman, Ryland Bauer won. Hold on. Did a plane just go over you? Yeah, that was a straight pipe semi. Ah, gotcha. Stu Randall second and Maria uh, uh, Goodpaster third. So, yeah, awesome job job, to those guys. But um, I think, let me see here, uh, four-wheel and two-wheel both went pretty deep for the class, which is cool. Um, Stock went all the way down to 28th. Uh, And 13.5 had 11. So, yeah. 28th. 28 stock cars, huh? Yep. That is one of those tracks that you can run mod, you can call it mod, but you will never go faster than stock on that track, period. Didn't they lay down new carpet for that race? Yes. It's a new new office-style carpet. It looked really nice. What was the... Do you know what the go-to tire was? No. um, I do not. It's a good question, but <laughs> I'd assume it was probably fuzz bites and twin pins. Yeah, fuzz bites, but um, on their old carpet, fuzz bites worked well, but um, b- 
before the fuzz bites came out, Nessies were the J concept tire of choice. Okay. So yeah. So let's bring it over to Thunder Road. Week prior, they had a trophy race. I attended. The layout was super dialed. You know, they got um Caden Voss and um the Mickelson family and uh the Vang family helping out with the layouts. And they're mm-hmm. they're coming out with some really good stuff. Um so we'll go with um we'll go with sportsman two-wheel drive advanced and four-wheel drive expert so it's like a plan sportsman joe three took the win with deacon martin second and brayden wyzek third uh so I finally convinced Joe when he for sure has the points locked up, he's going to go up to uh, intermediate. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped about that. It took some convincing. He's like, I want to finish in sportsman. It's like, well, if you got it locked up, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 17-5, two-wheel drive advance, I took the win. Senior took second, and Jeremy Nix took third. It was a real good battle between me and Senior. Um, I started pulling away in the middle, but he got to my rear bumper at the end, and, yeah, it was awesome. Both Senior and I are moving up to the Expert Class Next Point Series because we have enough wins. Uh, Hell, yeah. Well, yeah, and then um, 13-5 four-wheel drive Expert. I marshaled that one. That was a fun one. Matthew Mickelson won that, but a straightaway away was Braden Nelson. And Caden Voss still ended up taking third, but I think something went wrong with his car in that one. I can't quite remember. Um, I know you're in a rush, so we'll see if we can get to I got, I got, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour, so no, no hurry. Okay. Uh, let's go to, because I kind of want to talk about um, the DNC a bit. Uh, but we'll go to the toy box first here. They had a trophy race last Saturday also. Okay. We'll go to race results. Do they uh, have a points race coming up this weekend? Or is yes. Another they, trophy race? No, they have a points race coming up this weekend, which is. Okay. So, we're going to do Truggy. So, winning Mini Truggy, KP, KP Reigns, Jake Sovacool second, and the Green Goblin third. I believe that's Dale, Dale Reek. We're going to go 17. Man, KP... KP has got that mini truck dialed. Yep. He's pretty dominant with that thing right now. He I is. think he uh I don't know if he was on his new lugs tires or not. He had to have I mean he got him, so Okay. I, I, I would assume he KP's one of those fiercely loyal guys. Oh yeah. So if he's got the tires, he's using them. In 175 stock buggy. Ryan Sobchek takes a win with that one. Tyler Aubert took second, and Jordan Shepard ends up in that number three spot. And then 13-5 four-wheel drive buggy. Sam Savakul takes a win. KP reigns second, and Joe Scaramel third. So that's it for uh, local moto sheets. I'm going to bring up the DNC here, even though... There we go. All right. How much of the DNC did you watch? I I I maybe saw one qualifier, maybe one race of a qualifier. I didn't I didn't pay too much attention to it. Dude, so all right, Joey Showers and their whole unit, they made a fantastic track. Now, it looked like I did see I did see plenty of pictures of the track and videos. It did look like a fun track. It looked like a fun track, and it looked like a fun track all the way up until yesterday morning. 
because I was watching the main Saturday night. I fell asleep before. I fell asleep around 10. That was the end of the E-Buggy Pro A-Main, which David Ronalfolk took the win with the new Mayako buggy, which is just fucking amazing, if you ask me. He's He's been down here for, what, a month and a half, two a months mo- now? Uh, yeah, but all they have on that team is him and JQ. Think I mean they got some okay racers and but you know your high level wrench is JQ and your high level pro is David Ronald Falk and then everybody else is a step below by a lot mm. you know no you look at the massive team of HB Techno Associated had a few TLR is still fairly small for like top tier pros but you know what I mean. It was yeah. really impressive what Ronald Folk was able to do with that Mayako buggy. Didn't uh, um, Joe Bornhorst TQ'd uh, around, didn't he, with his swerks? Joe Bornhorst TQ'd Nitro buggy with S-Works. Was it Nitro buggy? Okay. He, he must have that thing swerking pretty well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what it seems to be, and I bet if he was with Techno, he'd be in that same number six, number seven spot where he normally is. Mm-hmm. He really gels with the pillow ball car. Yeah, it looked like uh, for even some odd weeks before that, a couple of videos I've seen, he looked very comfortable with that car. Yep. And there again, it comes down to personal preference because qualifying in the top seven in Nitro Buggy, you had seven different buggies. Which, that was qualifying in, but still crazy. But anyway, Mm -hmm. the track had character Saturday night. But it's like, yeah, it looks like fun still. Sunday, I I tune in, I don't know, it was about 7, 7.30 for the Nitro Buggy B-Main, the Pro B-Main. And I go, what the hell is this garbage? <laughs> what what are they trying to prove here with this moon crater bullshit? So here's my question. I'm going to give you a couple scenarios. One of these is true. I don't know which one. I haven't talked to him. Calcium, I'm guessing... Calcium might be illegal to lay down in California. Okay. Because after it rained Wednesday, and that shortened practice quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But with that amount of moisture pounded into the track, I'm like, oh, dude, the track will be phenomenal. Oh, dude, it was dog shit the whole. I mean, it wasn't dog shit. It was dog shit Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or they have too many entries. They had 970 plus entries. Whoa. Yeah. That's like Psycho Nitro Blast level. That's bigger. Or did they not have enough time to properly prep and pack the track? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did they have to throw up a new layout so quickly that... They went over it once with the Packer and called it a day. But when I was watching that Nitro Buggy B main, and I read, I was long asleep before the Nitro Buggy A main, the pro Nitro Buggy A main. Mm-hmm. But uh, Justin Hazy said they totally, they fixed a whole bunch of stuff on the track. And Justin was a little upset. And I'm like, you know, normally I'm with Justin on that situation. But the track was so extremely terrible, I kind of agree with it. Because okay. in the B-Main, there was this, they call it a pit. So it's a berm down into the pit. I think it was a double-triple. And people were just going around the berm normally, not too aggressive, not too fast. And their cars would just get lost in a crater and they'd end up upside down in no man's land to where a marshal couldn't get at them. Mm-hmm. I mean... Was this on the front? Nah, uh, it, it looked like it was kind of... It, 
it was about half a lap in, but it was a front lane. It was a, you know, you have the lane by pit road, and then okay. you got one lane over. That was the pit into the big double, and then you'd hit another berm and double single out. Okay. It was a really cool layout. Um, I got to say piss poor planning on the way the track prep was done. Or maybe there were just so many damn entries, they couldn't do anything about it. You know, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the... Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was way too many cars. I mean, that... Jack wasn't necessarily prepared for it? No, no. I don't know any track, though, that would be prepared for that many. So, but... Saturday night's racing, like I said, there is a lot of character on the track. But it was so fun watching Ryan Lutz and David Ronalfolk battle it out in that pro buggy A-main. It was electric. And watching them take different lines and do other little, little different things and just swapping back and forth. And they just ran away. From, I believe it was Cole Ogden. I, I got that up. I'm going to bring that up right now. Because they ran... That, my, that Mayako is a... That's a pillowball car, isn't it? No, C-Hub. Okay. C-Hub. Uh, where is it? So I see Sport Nitro. Sport Electric Buggy. Pro Nitro. There it is. Pro Electric. Yeah, it's Cole Ogden in third, which was a great finish for Cole Ogden. Absolutely. An uh, um, e-buggy. And then Mason Fuller was fourth and Ryan Cavalieri was fifth. But David Ronalfolk and Ryan Lutz both had something, and they were just leaving the pack behind. And then um, let's look at Pro Nitro Buggy here. So now I think I'm wrong for the thinking this. But I think the A main would have looked severely different if they ran fraction mains instead of letter mains. So if they ran eighths, quarter, semis, final. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if you go look at the C main and the B main of Pro Nitro Buggy, it's insanely stacked. Mm -hmm. Like the half of the C and all of the B there were several national champions world champions big race winners um, new young pros like Wigan and Van Dalen and all that other stuff it was a massive amount of talent in those mains but because of the letter system yeah, you don't really have your chance to move up and kind of so Ty Tessman ended up third in this. He bumped up from the B. Okay. Now, the way I watched his buggy in that B main, if he would have, if they would have done a fraction system and he would have started closer to the front, let's say top six, Ty Tessman would have won. Call me crazy or whatever, but dude, his car was so good and he went from 15th to third in that 45 minute main wow yeah um but ryan mayfield yeah he kept her cool he won joe bornhorse tq took second ty tessman bumping from the b took third dakota fenn fourth and david ronald fifth with that mayako <sighs> that mayako i don't know man so right now, everybody that has a Mayako as a quote-unquote prototype car, the production car doesn't come out until 2023. If David mm -hmm. Ronald Falk start, keeps on doing results like this, they're going to sell at least 1,000 units of each car next year. So I would say even maybe even more. Possible, but 1,000 would be awesome. Oh, yeah. 2,000 is what Mugen sells. And even that's a lot. 
Yeah, it is a lot, but that's what Mugen sells. And I'm guessing Associated is and Techno are on that same playing field. Um, Pro Nitro Truck, you got Mayfield winning again. Ty Tessman second. Jared Tebow third. Spencer Heckert fourth. Ryan Lutz fifth. Dude, Lutz had an excellent weekend. Those Kyosho cars are fitting him well. He's back at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's back in his comfort zone. Yeah, he had a kind of a he had a shitty nitro buggy, a main, but he was in the freaking a main. So, Seth Van Dalen was the first guy out. He finished seventeenth overall. Oh, yeah, he was making a run for that final bump spot towards the end. It's just not enough time. I think he started sixth or seventh in the B and made it all the way up to third. They took two. I mean, that's not bad. No, it's really good. Especially, again, go back and look at that B main. It looks like a Nationals final. Speaking mm-hmm. of Nationals, these guys have to take a deep breath and do all this shit over again at the Roar Nationals in two weeks. Yep. Ooh, that's going to be a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're on a time crunch, so... Let me get some notes. Do you have any notes for this week? Uh, I got one thing, and that's for myself. Um, Go for it. I will not be attending Psycho this year. Yeah. Um, with the, I, I was telling you about this earlier, but to the public, I had to, uh, I had to take an immediate trip down to the southern states. Yep. Um, I just had some family stuff I needed to take care of, and. I had to dip into my funds for Psycho Nitro Blast to do it. So now I think uh, if all if all goes well, I will possibly be going to Trackside for the Buggy Nation or the Buggy Championships. When is the Buggy Championships? The same weekend as Psycho Nitro Blast, the seventh, eighth, and uh, or no, no, eighth, oh. ninth, and tenth. Okay, I was gonna say if you don't go to that, you should come to the Spring Champs. In yeah, Omaha, twenty uh, first through the. Go ahead. Go ahead. The only thing that's holding me back from really going anywhere is tires. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I I, I can't get tires. <laughs> I, I can say that they have them at the Hobbyplex for ten scale, not a scale, but ten scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, dude, for sure. And we're gonna get into that in one of the questions here in a second. <laughs> but um, all right. Let's see here. All right. I'm picking up a third class for carpet next week, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, what are you picking up? So I took that VT64, and all I did was lower it at the end of the trophy race before we left, and it was good. Pretty dialed? It was really good. So I put a slipper into it, and I'm going to dial in some drag brake and call her a day. Uh, yep. Um, oh, we got new merch. Uh, not us, but uh, the MNRC has the 20 years of championships or champions edition of stuff. Um, go to pwrmerch.com. Uh, it's the new MNRC gear. Um, I'm trying to pull it up here. Come on. So it's t shirt and a tumbler. It's really cool. It's the 2022 MNRC shirt, and it says 20 year, years of champions, and the tumbler has the same logo. Hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, check that out. Team Associated came out with a new A-scale buggy. This I'm week. so jacked for that. Uh, I already pre-ordered mine, the RC8B4. I really like the electronics layout in the... Uh, in the um, A scale, the two saddle packs. I was gonna say they give you an option, so you can run the shorty packs, isn't it? Yeah, you have the option, but the optimal option is to get two sixty-one hundred packs and put them in there. Mm-hmm. Run them in series. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's what I used to do with the B forty-four back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, except they were one S packs. Um, what else is there? 
oh, they finally got, well, they didn't get rid of the arm inserts on them, but they kind of did. Like a lot of the pros were running the top arm insert that kind of had a little lip to it to kind of work halfway as a spoiler. Yep. But for the most part, they got rid of it. Damn, are you just sitting on the side of the road? Yeah, the shop is right on the right on the side of the interstate. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Brainerd is working on making their own RC club. Uh, Corey posted to the RC Racing Group. Check that out. Um, Tony, I'd be curious to see what that's going to look like. Me too, because, dude, they had one. It would still be a great A-scale track if that mm-hmm. was still around. I mean, that was around probably before you were born or you were a baby. You don't remember it. But, dude, that was awesome. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't quite remember much of anything back in the day. I really didn't get into RC. Well, yeah, but you're also still really young. Yeah, yeah. That track was around when I was young. (laughs) Uh, Tony Sletton, local and friend and teammate, Tony Sletton was on the Friday Five for the J Concepts blog. Uh, Check that out. MMR announced their state off-road championship. It's going to be a carpet, and he throws. That's when he comes out with very interesting track layouts. I'm going to try to make that one. It's June 3rd through the 5th. Um, and Mark, to, get up. And uh, today, Mayako announced their RCGP team. Um, I'm trying to pull it up here. It is obviously Ronald Falk. I mean, that that's a given. Yep. Hold on. I think it's Zacatine. Yeah, it's Alex Zacatine is RCGP team for Mayako. So that'll be interesting. Um... Quick thought, who, I think, for the Worlds this year, I think it's going to be, I'm a toss-up between Mayfield and Ronald Falk. What are you thinking for World Champion? I was thinking uh, Mayfield was probably going to be my first option. Then I'd, I'd throw in there Tebow and Ronald Falk. Tebow definitely qualifies very well, but he hasn't put together a great final lately. I mean, I mean, it, it just all depends on the layout. I mean, a lot of guys, a lot of guys do good on the more uh, aggressive layouts, and you know, the other half guys do better on the smoother, you know, fast-paced layouts. Right. Um, I hope it doesn't get blown apart like like um dnc did and then people are gonna go blow their money at uh silver state (laughs) oh dude i'd love to i would love to i wouldn't just for the simple fact did you watch silver state last year i did that track was not as bad as dnc for being blown out but it was pretty damn close See, me, I don't mind driving on rough tracks, you no. know, rough blown out tracks. There's a difference between rough tracks and then what this shit is. I mean, yeah, I don't care if a track grooves. I don't care if it stays loamy. But, like, if you're going through an area that's supposed to be smooth and all of a sudden your car tumbles out of nowhere, oops, that shit's not okay. Right. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into questions so I can let you fly here. Um, we were going to start recording earlier. I, uh, Yeah, that fucking couch situation pissed me <laughs> off. Um, I, I'm trying to stay away from the noise as much as I can, but it's kind of hard when I'm... He runs... There's a... Uh, 
there is a powder coat business here, and then there's also the race car shop. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the way this place is set up is one side, there's like a probably an 80 by 100 barn that's mainly the race shop. Yeah. Well, then right across the parking lot, there is a – it's a split. There's It's like half fabrication shop for the race cars, yeah. half building the bodies for the race cars, and then the rest of it is all powder coat. So, like – I don't know if you know the company, but High Lifter, they do a lot of side-by-side and ETV parts. Yeah. This is where they send all their stuff to get painted. Okay. So all their, like, lower lower control arms or upper control arms, you know, rods, everything like that. They send it all here. They all get powder-coated here and sandblasted. And... I yeah, got there's you. a lot there's a lot going on here. I got you. Uh Mike Glider, he's always good for a couple questions, and he always asks good questions. So let's see here. Lipo or Lifey batteries when it comes to receiver pack for nitro cars. Benefit of each, please. I use Lipos personally just to get full power to the servo. Lifeys are safer. Have you tried a Lifey pack? I have not. Um... There have been people that have used Lifey packs, and they said they do not notice a difference. Just whatever you do, make sure you maximize your milliamps. You know, it's a 30-minute main, you use quite a bit, or let's say you forget to charge it before the main, and you ran three qualifiers on it. You still want it to survive. The best mm-hmm. chance you're going to have is the more milliamps you get it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also saying, uh, hold on, getting a first nitro car tips on anything helpful with the MB848 2.0 with the block motor. Um, Loctite, everything that goes into metal. Yes. Blue Loctite. Blue Loctite, not red stuff. Right. If you use the red stuff, you will not get it off. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Loctite, everything that goes into metal. Um. What else do we do? We grease also, grease um, the spider gears in the uh, grease the ring and pinion in your differential cases. You can use the Hinsbro grease. That's what I use. That's or what I use, use also. Or you can use the the white protect grease. Yeah, the Hinsbro grease stays on better than the white protect grease. Um, that's why I use it. Um, what else? Oh, buy a sleeve of clutch bearings and do not hesitate to replace them. If they're funky at all, just throw them away and put a new clutch bearing, put new clutch bearings in. The, the amount, the amount you should go on clutch bearings is what, what would you say? No longer than 15 minutes. And then you should probably change them. Well, what I do is at the start of a race weekend, so I'm done with JT bearings because childish behavior from the owner, and we'll leave it at that. Um, so I'm back onto Protect bearings, which do not last as long. No, I do not like Protect bearings. Do not buy Protect bearings. If you want good clutch bearings, buy the Avid bearings, the dollar bearings. All right, I'm going to buy the Avid dollar bearings. And here's what I'm going to do with the Avid dollar bearings. I'm going to put a new set in. I'm going to run practice with them. And then I'm going to check them before qualifying. If they're still good for qualifying, I'll leave them in for the qualifiers. And then regardless of how they feel before the main, I'm going to throw them away and put in a new set for the main. Exactly what I do. I do not clean them. I do not oil them. I just put them in and go. Really? Yeah. I don't clean them. Definitely don't oil them, because you oil them, that shit's gonna spit out into the clutch bell, and your shoes are gonna slip. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, um, anywho, oh crap. What do you, you use the associated ones, right? So you use both sides, five by tens. Yeah. And that's 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 one thing too. I uh. The Tecto ones, they got two different size bearings they use on the back and the front. 
Yeah. So I just I I auto, automatically right off the bat I would go. I would order a thirteen tooth um, associated clutch belt. It's vented, um, and it's just you can buy a sleeve of five by ten bearings and it'll last you for three race weekends. Um, your air filter? No, I I want to try that uh, clinic one because the 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 dry paper one. It's not paper. See, that's the thing. So paper's been done before. And it does suck, and it, whatever. It's a, it's a fine like cloth or vinyl or something like that. I think it's the same stuff they use on the big cars. I think so too. And like I've been seeing Cole Ogden, and I've been watching the guys use it, and they're getting a lot of life out of them before they clean it. The only thing you got to be careful of, and if your pick guy does this, he's an asshole. Don't. Like, you can get a little fuel on it, but if you soak it, you're done. Yep. But that's kind of like that with every air filter. Yeah. I mean. If you if you get, like, the techno filters or the ultimate filters, yeah. I would, I, uh, I, me, I always try and get it a little, you know, get as much oil out of that as I can. Yep. Just squeeze, squeeze it with a paper towel. Me too. And then, um, I was going to say, then I, um. I, I, yeah, I buy a big pack of the pre-oiled, and yep. I just, when they really start to, and again, I run practice with them, I throw it away, run qualifiers with them, throw it away, and then throw a fresh one, one on for the main. This all sounds like a lot of waste, but these are super, super cheap items that if you keep them fresh, it's way better for you. I think you could buy a pack of like twelve techno filters on A-Main for twenty bucks. 12, twenty, yeah, something like that. Cheap. And it's all preventable maintenance. Exactly. Um, they're two-stage filters, and if you pull that top filter off, you'll see that there's really not much dirt on the second filter. But that's mm -hmm. good. You don't want that much shit on that second filter. Mm-mm. Yep. Uh Ryan Smolak, he goes, he already asked this. I must have missed it, but he's still confused. What directions to run fuzz bites and why? So I ran the rears. Um, you haven't ran them yet, Joey, have you? No. Okay, I'll run through it quick. I ran the rears reversed. I didn't like it. It made the rear end really, really sketchy and inconsistent. So I run, I run the rears in the correct direction. Now Which the be forward. Yeah, the point forward. Now the fronts. Eh, I do things you're not supposed to. <laughs> uh, I I run them with the point going forward. Also, you're gonna get the most consistent steering out of that. But when that outside tire starts to wear a little bit. Eh, You'll start losing a little steering overall with it. Yep. So I flip them around, and I do a practice run with them and break them in that way, and then wear them out the rest of the way. So if you put it so the points to the back, it'll give you a twitchy amount of steering in the two-wheel. But what's funny, in the four-wheel, if you flip them backwards, it smoothens it out. Really? Yeah. I, I can't explain it. But, yeah, that's what I do because, like, on a bigger track like Thunder Road, your outside tire will be almost bald and your inside tire will look like brand new. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the crappy thing about running a directional tire. But with the fronts, like I said, you can get more use out of them if you do it. But I wouldn't flip them around and then run them in a race. I would practice with them first until they start feeling okay. Right. Um, we already talked about the new shirts from pwrmerch.com. And while you're there, get your ran out of talent gear. Put ran out of talent in the search bar, and there's a ton of cool stuff there. Um, we got a couple from Keith Hodges. 
He goes, where is the turnout for clay, tra- clay racing this year? Both local clay tracks are down on numbers. Is carpet taken over or are numbers down everywhere? The problem is there, Keith, and this is what I think. Tires are so hard to come by that you get way more bang for your buck out of a set of carpet tires than you do a set of clay tires. Absolutely. I've been saving my clay tires for trophy races. Um, I don't. I really don't know what I'm going to do for Joe Three's car for the 510 trophy race coming up March 12th. I really don't know. Um, I got a set of rears. I do not have any. Well, I could maybe come up. I I could come up with something, but I wanted to save the tires I got for him for the um for the Omaha race, but I don't think I'll be able to do that. But anyway, yeah, dude, tires are hard to come by, and what do you get out of a set of clay tires? Two race days, maybe? You get way more with the truck, but with the buggy, you get two race days? Two race, yeah, something like that. To where? The front's on a two-wheel buggy. On carpet, I'm getting two race days, but on a rear, I'm getting five. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, way more bang for your buck. And also way more options with the what carpet tire works. If you don't have a sponsor and there's no J-Concept tires in stock, well, guess what? Proline tires will be in stock. Well, Proline's out of stock. Schumacher's will be in stock. Mm-hmm. Right now with the clay, there's nothing. <laughs> You'd yeah. be lucky to find a set of clay tires. Yeah, Omaha has... I mean- Omaha has a stash at the Hobbyplex. Chris Martin has some, too. Yeah, he does. But, like, it's this tire show. I mean, every every tire manufacturer, yeah, they agree. We need more tires, but good luck getting them. Yeah. There's so, somewhere it's it's getting lost in everything. All right, um. He's also wondering why are there no one A scale two wheel drive? There are in Europe, and they're effing terrible. Yeah, I can't imagine a heavy A scale car like that be any good in two wheel drive. It's a way different design. Well, there's you know, I mean, there's some. Oh, those might be fifth scales. Never mind. And you know, I might be thinking the fifth scales too. Because there's some, there's like sprint cars. Oh, you're thinking the sprint car. No, I'm thinking, I want to say they're A-scales and they run them on the grass in Europe. Maybe, yeah. They could be fifth scales also, but, you know, dude, there's just, there's no real need for it. We have enough classes. If I'm thinking correctly, they have it in Europe, and if not, it's a fifth scale two-wheel drive, and it just doesn't look good, whatever it is. Uh, I suggest looking it up on YouTube. They do it in the grass, and it's like... So I've raced in the grass, and I guarantee you have too, with um, Sean's deal for the county fair. Mm -hmm. Racing in the grass is a blast. It is fun. I wish Sean would bring that back, but I don't think he's going to. I asked him about it last year, and he goes, oh, F no. You know, there's a meme going around always, too, and it's Peter Griffin and Dragon. and it says, women getting ready for, for the Benton County Fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. there There's some rough ones there. Um, doo, 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 doo. And we got from Jeremy Oldham. If you woke up from a coma last week and you didn't remember what brand RC car you raced, after watching DNC, what brand car are you buying? The Miyako, the HB, the S-Works, the AE, or the Techno? It's tough for me to say because I am a sponsored driver, but both the Miyako and the S-Works were very solid cars with HB running in a close third. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess 
I don't know, what was the biggest chassis there? Was it Techno? What do you mean biggest? Like, like the amount of cars. Oh, HB. But really? you, there was more. Oh, I think so. You think there's more hot bodies cars there than there was Techno? It was close. Well, I guess that'd be one thing I'd look at, just watching DNC, not necessarily, you know, who's better with the car. Because, I mean, I guarantee you, give Ron the Falcon Associated, he'd make that thing work just as good as a Mayako. I'm sitting here rethinking my decision. I'll tell you what I'd go with, and it's none of the none of the ones I just said. I would go with the X-ray. Really? And it's not because of the way Ty Tessman Ty Tessman drove awesome. But if you go, if if you have the Live RC membership, or if you can go back on YouTube. Watch the Pro Buggy B main. Every single brand of car in that main was tripping over its own dick. It was just survival. Except for the way Ty Tessman's x-ray went through those ruts. It was, no other car was doing that in that main. You know, it was, um, I, I'm going to bring up the results here because... Like, Seth Seth was in third, but he was nursing his car like crazy, and every time he started to push it, he'd crash. And that was everybody except for Tessman. Tessman was going all out the whole race. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. This is a mess. So, let me see here. I'll just bring up final results. We'll go to Pro Nitro Buggy. So, let's see here. I want to say, yeah, Cole Ogden and Ty Tessman bumped up. Cole with the HB. Uh, Tessman almost had a lap, if not a full lap, on Ogden at the end of that B main. So, left in the B was Seth Van Dalen with the Techno. It looked all right. The S, Spencer Hackert's S-Work looked okay. Robert Battier's Mugen, he finished in 19th, looked like crap. It really did. Um, Tanner Denny, S-Works. I don't remember watching Tanner Denny at all. I saw Reno Savoya crashing in the background. Oh, one thing that was brought up to me. I want to bring up an overperformer of the weekend. Not overperformer, but a guy that was a present a pleasant surprise. And that was ten year old Fee Long Wen. Little bump. Dude, he bumped to the B main convincingly in Pro Nitro Buggy. He's got some hardcore talent. He is. So Spencer Rivkin is the youngest world champion at 15. Fee might might break that record. He very well might. And remember Spencer. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. He's actually using a a stick radio instead of a trigger radio. Yep, and so is um, Angaro. Uh-huh. Angaro, I believe, yeah, also uses a stick. So, yeah, that, dude, that that's a really good question from Oldham. And I would say in that watching that B main and watching Tessman go, I didn't watch it, but saw that he went from 15th to 3rd, I would say Tessman's X-ray. But um, Fee, he broke really early in that B main. So, but I believe Spencer had to get a special exemption to run the worlds when he was 15. I, I want to say you have to be 16 or some stupid thing because of Ifmar. Really? I want to say, I could be wrong, 
that could be a used to situation and they kind of got rid of that rule because there's uh -huh. so much young talent coming up but yeah anyway so you got to go to dinner and we'll make it a short one the dnc was awesome watch louisiana is great <laughs> that's <laughs> when are you coming back uh i believe i am coming back on the 6th okay but that could be subject to change because there is a World of Outlaw driver who's uh, staying here right now, just kind of working on the stuff, getting ready for upcoming races. Yeah. And uh, he actually recognized me through the guy I worked with before. Yep. And I've been, ta I've been working with him and talking to him for the last few days, and a uh, couple days. And, oh, I might have a ride. Hold on. Oh, or, uh, another race team ride. Okay, let me pause this for a second here. All right, sorry. Time to wrap this up anyway. Um, the wife was leaving. I got to bring Joey to karate. Um, <laughs> so my last question for you, at what point do you fly the girlfriend down to spend time with you? Uh, mm, hard to say. When, uh. If I actually end up staying down here, which I don't think I will, I'll, I'll fly her down when she can get some time because she's actually the weekend that I come back. The, the week that I come back, that next weekend, she's actually leaving to go to Pennsylvania to go hang out with her brother. Okay. So I might, uh, yeah. You'll see her I, when you see her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean. But, you know, that kind of gives you like uh not permission but it kind of gives you the go ahead to stay because if you get back and she's gone what's the point of you coming back that early i know <laughs> so all right man um we'll come back in two weeks we yeah, had two weeks because we're gonna have uh points race at thunder road this week and a trophy race at the 510 the next week if you're not a carpet guy this week the 5th of March, there's a points race at the Toy Box. There's a lot of races. MMR every Friday. I'm sure there's on-road going on. There's a lot of races, and there's no excuse for you not to be at the track. Not you, exactly. Joey. I'm just saying generally other people. Yeah. Yep. All right, Joey, uh, I'm going to let you fly here so you can get to dinner. I'm Joe Zare Jr., and with me was my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent.